Welcome to another edition of the Evan Eichen Show. My guest is a freshman psychology major. He has appeared in a short film uh, with the previous guest, Mitch Kieran, called The Romance Language. And he is in a show coming up that is directed and written by another student, John Quigley. It is Mr. Jaden Smith. Jaden, how are you feeling today? Doing really well. How about yourself? Yeah, today's, today's been a pretty good day. So we're taping this on May 1st. So the week of May 1st, you are in a student-run capstone project that was written and directed by John Quigley. Uh, what is that about, and uh, what can people expect when they go see it? Yeah, so um, it is a show, like you said, written by John Quigley for his senior capstone. Uh, it is a rather short uh, show, but uh, in itself has a lot to unpack. Um, it's a show that uh, essentially uh, follows a character by the name of Alistair. Um, gearing up to graduate from college and the challenges that that presents... But he's also a character that's got some baggage that he needs to settle before he can go on um, and 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 uh, go on into the real world pa- uh, past college. So it uh, follows kind of inside of his head um, with kind of two figures um, that kind of guide him through his life choices and such, and they kind of help him face his problems. So um, it also uh, showcases some uh, songs written by uh, Zach Felt, uh, a junior here. Um, original songs, the lyrics were written by John, but uh, it's featuring a whole bunch of uh, Waldorf theater majors and just actors, and I think it's a really good one. Uh, what is the show called? Devil on My Mind. Is it is it is it a comedy? Is it a bit more serious? Like what 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 kind of tone is it? Well, um, it definitely say that it's a rather serious one. It hits uh, home for a lot of people. It hits some pretty serious topics, but it's got those moments of comedic. Um, lightness that John really wanted to emphasize. So um, it's a bit of both. Uh, definitely the majority of the theme, though, is uh, pretty pretty serious. And it's you said it's a rather short show. So when you say short, do you mean like it's under two hours, it's under one hour? Oh, definitely under two hours. I'd say maybe a little past the hour margin or maybe a little below. Uh, so what about that project made you want to... Uh, be part of it was it was it the writing was it the character like what about it made you feel like yeah i I want to be a part of this well john's a really close friend of mine we've worked together on a ton of shows and uh we've known each other since this past summer um and uh, i really wanted to help him out with his uh senior capstone i i felt uh honored to be able to help him out with that and uh He's a very creative person, so I knew that whatever he was writing, it was definitely going to be something awesome and worth being a part of and worth seeing. And I know that I can learn a lot from him uh, with all of his experience here as an actor and through his directing classes and such. So I was just really excited to get the chance to work with him. Uh, so what what are the dates and times uh, that people can go see this? So it is this upcoming weekend, and that would be the... Um, Friday the 3rd and Saturday the 4th. It's free of charge. Uh, the doors open up at 7, and the show starts at 7.30 at Smith Theater. All right, so Devil on My Mind, May 3rd, May 4th, free admission. Go see Jaden Smith and uh, the show. Right, speaking of show, you were also in a recent excuse me, short film that was written and directed by Mitch Kieran, a previous guest, called mm-hmm. The Romance Language. Yep. Uh, what was that experience like for you? Well, it was the first time I had ever been in front of a uh, camera, 
to do any of my acting. I'm typically on stage most of the time. Um, so that was the first time I've had experience with that. And I have to say that it was, it was really interesting. Um, it was uh, uh, fun, too. Um, we got a lot of the work done really quickly because it was a part of the 24-hour theater or, or – 48-hour film challenge, I think is what it was. Yeah. And uh, so we had to do it pretty quick, but it was a really interesting experience. I had never worked on a film set before, so they kind of made the transition really easy, explained things pretty well to me, and kind of made me uh, kind of feel a little at home, like I was on the stage, except kind of just acting to a camera instead of a bunch of people. So, Is it a bit more nervous that you have to do everything within two days? Because when it comes to theater productions, you generally have weeks to get everything down oh yeah and now that you had to do everything in two days do you think that kind of put a little bit more pressure on everybody yeah definitely I mean the pressure was high but I think the team as a whole really made it their goal to make sure that everyone was doing okay and uh, uh, since the since it was a short film it wasn't a, a ton to digest um, when it came to my responsibilities and the way that he had it set up uh, it was very cinematic, so some moments of dialogue, but not a ton where I was having to memorize like massive monologues or anything. Yeah, and you and the co-stars in it were Bella, Bella Ruiz and uh, Nate Jordan, who yes. I think was a guitar guy. Yes. Uh, and the best part of the movie is when he buries his guitar. At, yeah, at, at, at the, the end, at the yeah, end post the credit scene, did, did a la actually, Marvel. Did he actually bury the guitar? Well, I wasn't there for that, but I think what it was is essentially he throwed or he threw the uh, guitar onto the ground and started shoveling snow onto the camera, or at least uh, uh, near the camera, so it made it look like it was burying from the guitar's perspective. It was really interesting. I hope. Uh... Hope, hope that guitar still works. Oh, I hope so too. <laughs> I, hope I don't. I hope it was not. It was, it was, it was a good guitar in too. The, in the credits, we actually uh, listed no animals or people were harmed in this movie, but one guitar was. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, well, you know, I those, those guitars, man. You gotta you gotta be careful with them, right? How did you wind up here? Where did you come from? What was your background, and what made you want to do uh, psychology and theater? So uh, I'm from Garner, Iowa, which is 20 uh, miles down Highway 69. It's basically so, local. Yeah. Basically local. So um, I uh, first heard of Waldorf uh, through their music program because I originally came here uh, preparing as a music ed major. Um, so I was heavily involved in choir and theater throughout uh, high school, and I wanted to pursue that further. And I knew that Waldorf uh, and their music program was going to be growing exponentially, so uh, I came here for an audition got a really nice scholarship, the Advenhagen, and I um, came here to pursue music education. Uh, after the first semester, I realized that, that wasn't quite where I was, but I always had had the interest of psychology as I've taken classes like that in high school. So I decided to go ahead and pursue that here uh, instead. Oh. Was it a tough decision to choose psychology over music? Um, it came down to where I kind of realized that uh, – the music education side wasn't where I quite uh, – I wasn't fitting. Um, I realized that there was a difference between being a performer and being um, someone who can uh, teach music to people. Like I can, I can perform, I can learn the music, but uh, teaching it and being fluent, I suppose is kind of a term you could say, is a whole different realm um, when it comes to the theory and things like that. And uh, psychology is something I'd always been interested in. I always wanted to help people. But uh, I, I think overall the transition was really uh, smooth. How would you assess your 
first year? If you had to give yourself a grade, how would you assess year one? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say a solid B+. Plus. Uh, (laughs) because I mean, you always have that transition phase, uh, from high school to college where you're, you're not quite sure how the flow is going. You're not quite sure, uh, the changes that are going to ensue, but eventually once you kind of get on the path, you can start, um, start kind of working your way. And I think my second semester definitely showed that, uh, I had, I had finally made that transition. It just took me a little bit longer. So I'm going to go ahead and just say a B. (laughs) I remember when I first started, it took me about like halfway through the second week before I remembered like where everything was and I didn't need <laughs> yeah. to remember okay I need to go here 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 it's it's a bit of a process and I remember it was like that when I was in high school it took me about two or three days to remember where everything was in the high school right it's it's a it's definitely a process and after a while you just kind of get used to it and you don't even think about it anymore and uh, you're getting ready for your first finals week where everybody's stress <laughs> level goes from one to about uh, four hundred thousand. Uh, about about four hundred thousand sounds about <laughs> right. Uh, how are you? How are you dealing? How are you dealing with that? Well, um, so the uh, bringing it back to Devil on My Mind, um, the show did get postponed. So we were supposed to be done with that last weekend, and so it got moved. Uh, a couple cast members were sick, and just some other uh, outside circumstances. We ended up moving the show. So having that pushed another week has definitely added another thing that I need to kind of keep on my mind. Uh, devil on my mind, ha ha ha. No, that wasn't <laughs> funny at all. Um, but uh, other than that, it's kind of just uh, the final classes are this Friday, and then after that, it's it's finals week. So, kind of gearing down, opening up the books, checking through the notes, doing what everyone else is doing, and kind of um, just trying to juggle everything else that I've still got going on. Uh, I've got another show that just had its first read through last night through Powerhouse Theater in Clear Lake this summer. That's there i've uh, got a full-time job i'm gearing up for so it's kind of just like finals are gonna come but they're gonna go and i'm gonna i'm gonna get through them i'm gonna do my best i'm gonna hopefully do well and just kind of worry about the next thing uh, i'll be pretty busy so yeah it sounds like you don't have a lot of dead time at all it looks like you're just moving from thing to thing to thing yeah definitely so what are some of the things that outside of school you enjoy doing? What does Jaden Smith like to do when he's by himself and has free time? Oh, well, when I'm by myself, I'm typically not by myself. I like to be with people <laughs> all the time. Uh, I like to hang out with my friends, whether that be we're just chilling, maybe we're studying together. Um, but I know a lot of my friends, we love to play card games uh, or uh, like um, – uh, like we uh, are in a D&D group, uh, so I participate in Dungeons & Dragons, and now half the viewers are like, oh, great, this kid's a nerd. That's all right. Um, I mean, do you know how much like <laughs> mainstream popularity D&D's gotten? Oh, it's I, so great. I, it, it's great. I love it. I love that it's, it's, uh, it's not so macabre anymore or yeah. taboo. I just got done watching like the Up, Up, Down, Down version of it. Yeah? Yeah, which is uh, it was interesting to watch. Yeah. I know Critical Role... Uh, with Matt Mercer, that's made its popularity spike through the roof. Harmon Quest with Dan Harmon. Oh, Harmon Quest, so great, and Dan Harmon is brilliant. Uh, so it, it has a bit of a resurgence. Like I've never played it yeah. personally. I would like to, but it just part of it is a. I don't know how. Right. And b. I don't know who else to play with around yeah, here. So that's, that's fair. It's a process, and finding that 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 night or uh, that nice and knit group is really. Uh, I think it's something special when you do find 
whether it be D&D or whatever you like to do, I think when you find that group that has similar interests, which is what college is about. So it's really nice. I really liked that for sure. Uh, was this your first time playing Dungeons and Dragons when you got here, or had you played before? No, I definitely played before in high school and stuff. So I, I'm not a veteran, but I'm definitely uh, not new to the realms of, of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, what do you enjoy the most about getting to play that with, with groups of people? Well, it's the, cre- it's the creativity and uh, the improv. Well, because uh, D&D is very much a, a role-playing game, so you're, you're, you're taking your character and you're being that character. And uh, through the work that you develop with them and the story that you make with your friends, I think there can be a lot of really fun memories and things to call back on and later conversation. And um, Yeah. Uh, it, and it's one of those games where everybody's in a room, it's a tabletop, and it's there's just something about like just physically being around mm-hmm. somebody and just playing. Right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with like playing Fortnite or whatever. Right. I've never played Fortnite. Like, I know, have to say that I I'm popular. Either. Like, I've never I've never <laughs> played Fortnite. I'm aware of it. I know what it is. <laughs> but there's it's a bit more you know communal and I don't know if this is the right word, but a bit more of an intimate setting. I would you, definitely when, say when so. you're around each other. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You're creating more of a bond. It's like. A video game, except you guys are all there, and the physical movements that you have to do to kind of make sure your character's doing the right thing, you know, you're rolling the dice, you're you're writing on your sheet, you're doing all these things. Um, it's really great, and the creativity that goes involved, it's just, I love it. I would say that an intimate setting is a good way to put it. Do you have sort of like a funny theater moment or, or something in year one that just makes you laugh every time you think about it? Or, like, when you see a person, like, you laugh because you think about that thing? Oh, gosh. Well, the group of people I hang out with, there's constant moments or things we call back on or... Things that you're allowed to share that aren't going to, like, get you screamed at oh. after the fact. Oh, well, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Um, ooh. Well, during Mamma Mia, the show, uh, the musical that Waldorf just recently put on, uh, a good friend of mine accidentally almost bit off his tongue. So we like to make fun of him for that every once in a while. Uh, well, that's a bit more extreme. Than oh, I, I mean, hey, it was just a little bit of a, a little bit of a mishap. But hey, now we make fun of him for it, so it's fun. Oh boy, uh, <laughs> that's is he is he all right? Oh, he's perfectly fine. He was fine the next day. He was still able to perform. It was great. It was funny though. It sounds a bit like oh, I didn't know that was the direction we were going to go with this. Hey, but... hey, but it's something we can call back on. Uh, I remember uh, probably my favorite funny theater adjacent story is uh i had a class with bob once and it was right before one of the breaks and everybody went home early okay and bob came into class and the class is about like six or seven people and i was the only one there and he sits down looks at me and he's like do you want to have class today and i'm like not really and he's like all right and he just walked out and he he just walked out yep that's a bob and then he just walked out and we're like okay well i guess i'm gonna go to lunch now yeah for sure and that was I don't know if Bob remembers that, but it was probably one of my favorite moments. He just sits down, looks at me. You want to have class? I'm like, not really. And he's like, all right. That's for sure. And he just went, do you have a favorite Bob story? Favorite? Oh, gosh. Well, he does always like to tell funny stories at the dinner table. Like, if you ever happen to have lunch with him and he's on his little story uh, tangents, they're always definitely something to listen to. I would not say... That half of them are PG. Oh no, definitely but at, not. But at definitely least, not. At least they're entertaining. They're, they're really funny. They, they are pretty funny. I had a I had him on uh, for April Fools, 
and we just we just riffed back and forth for about forty five minutes, and he shared about his time when he was a pro wrestler in college, and he shared yep. about mm-hmm. uh, the job that he had before this, and he was talking about how when he went to Waldorf, when he applied here. They said, hey, if somebody else calls you to let us know. And I was like, wait, is that like a thing? Like when you go get a job at a school, this school tells you, hey, if this other group, if this other school calls you to let us know. That sounds, they must have really wanted him if that was the case. Oh, that, yeah, that's interesting. I haven't ever heard of a situation like that. Me either. It's like, that's when we're like a pro sports thing. It's like, hey, if this other team offers you a contract, get a hold of uh, us. Yeah, let we'll, us know. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll change we'll, the numbers. And we'll change the numbers and we'll match it. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Yeah, I mean, Bob is definitely someone I'd say is worth fighting for. I think we've definitely been really lucky uh, as a theater department. I've only done one show with him. The rest I've done with Marla or uh, uh, through here um, or her husband. Um, But I think uh, Waldorf is really fortunate with its staff. I think every teacher I've had, whether it be in the theater, music, or just my general classes, I don't think there's really anybody I've really complained about. I think um, they've got a really good staff. Uh, They've got a lot of... Uh, wonderful teachers who are looking to do whatever they can and uh, to make sure that their students are growing in whatever capacity, whether it be through their classes or through their art. And I think uh, really fortunate. Did you ever play sports in school growing up? Not in high school, no. I used to play baseball, but uh, no, not not uh, not much of an athlete. Yeah, me either. I was. I like, say as I'm wearing a Waldorf intramural sports shirt, which is <laughs> kind of ironic. Yeah, the irony of that is not lost on us. I was that kid in like. Little League that only got to play because everyone had to. Right. Like, I yeah. was, I found out pretty early, it's like, uh, I'm not cut out for the sports thing. I think I'm going to go be an announcer. Yeah. Or or, uh, or go be, or just go be, like, the guy on the radio. I found out probably around, like, when I was about 11 or 12 that sports is not my future. No. And I need to go invest in in something else. Well, yeah, it's good when you find your, your, your niche, your click. It's good when you when you kind of find that. And a lot of people I really like when I see people explore uh, different things that they maybe never considered. Like when I see uh, the guy who's typically known for running track try out for someone's directing scene. It's really interesting, and I I hope that maybe it sparks something a little bit, like something they never considered. Or when I see the theater kid try to go on a run and realize they really enjoy it and sign up for the track team the next year you know it's like it's really awesome to see people go beyond the scope of their current abilities and try to grow i think uh having a diverse um collection of hobbies is really important has that ever happened with you like a thing that you didn't think that you could do and then you started trying it and you enjoyed it absolutely when i was in high school i uh tried mock trial um uh, and i absolutely fell in love with it fell in love with the law fell in love with the formality fell in love with the performance aspect of it uh fell in love with the competition um and absolutely i had no intention of ever doing it um my best friend at the time told me hey you better give us a shot cuz i'm in it and i want you to and i was like all right it was really kind of not really wanting to but after the first year fell in love with it did it did it all through high school at that point uh what did you do with that well, mock trial essentially is a state or a state competition where you're presented a case. Uh, you are to analyze it, pick lawyers, pick witnesses, and um, I mean, plead the case. Whether you be for the state or for the defense, you uh, compete against other teams, and you um, basically you plead the the case to a judge, and uh, you know you go through the motions of court. And the verdict doesn't usually matter. It's usually a point-based system, but you're essentially kind of playing lawyer and playing witness. And right. it's, 
Are these fictional cases or are these like actual cases that happen? Some of them can be rooted in reality, but most of them are fictional. Um, in fact, some of them are actually based off of things. Uh, one of them, one year that I was in it was based off of Karate Kids, so the characters were named after like Cobra Kai or Danny Russo or things like that. Um, I know there was a case, uh, very rarely are there murder cases, but it was a Batman-themed case. So uh, uh, some of them can be based in reality uh, about the subject matter, but most of them are fictional. Did, did you win the mock trial? Well, so uh, both years that I was in mock trial, we made it to state, and we didn't make it past that point. But uh, a proud moment of mine is I got uh, um, outstanding witness at state, so I won a little award. Um, but other than that, no, we don't uh, – Typically, when it comes to the trial, it doesn't really matter if they decide uh, guilty or, or innocent. You know, uh, it's typically point based. We were an all right team, but we weren't the best. If you had an opportunity to do it again, would you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I love to go back and help uh, at Garner. If uh, if I was ever asked, if they asked, "Hey, would you mind coming and analyzing the case?" I'd say absolutely because I fell in love with it. Were you at Garner when it became? Because when I was in school, it was just Garner Hayfield, but mm-hmm. it's eventually merged into Garner Hayfield Venture. Were you there when they had that? transition where they went from GH to GHV? Yeah, yep. So um, they made the transition when I was going into my seventh grade year. So when I was going into middle school, they made the transition. Um, so yeah, I was I was there. Uh, I was one of the first classes to go over to Ventura back when uh, that was the middle school. The system's all weird now and I have no idea. But uh, Was it weird just having to adjust to everything because knowing you're going to merge with this other school and then they're going to come over here or you're going to go over there? And Yeah, it was a, it was a little interesting, but I kind of saw it as an opportunity to meet more people. Um, plus, I was already trying. I was already going to be making the transition to going over to middle school, so I suppose the transition didn't seem all too weird to me since I was going to be in a new building anyway. And it's middle school. That's like, for most people. That's three years of your life. You're never getting back. Like, it's, it's a it's a weird it's a weird time for everybody. Weird. Like I don't think anyone has had a great time in middle school. And if they are, I think they're lying. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, is there anything else that uh, you want to say before uh, before we let you go? Well, I mean, just thank you for having me on and, and uh, having this conversation. I know it uh, kind of was all over the place, but I think it was really cool. I'm, uh, I really hope that uh, people happen to hear this before the show airs. Come and see Devil on My Mind. I know John Quigley would really appreciate that, so would all involved. Uh, other than that, thanks for having me on. All right, you're welcome. So if you want to listen to this and previous episodes, there's a couple ways you can do it. If you have... If you have an Apple device, you can go on Apple Podcasts and just type in The Evanation Show into Apple Podcasts, and you can download that way. Otherwise, if you have an Android device, you can go to the Podbean app and download it that way, or you can go on your web browser and do evanation.podbean.com, and you can download directly. I also publish links on Facebook and occasionally Twitter, but mostly Facebook. All right, well, for Jaden Smith, I'm Evan Eichen saying so long, and I'll see you next time.